Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategies. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. Hey, everybody, excited to talk to you today about frustration. I don't know how excited I am. Well, I'm actually always excited when I get on a podcast with you guys because I do have something to share on this subject because I'm probably one of the more frustrated human beings that I know. (laughs) Oh, if you guys know me, you probably are like, yep. So I really have been uh, experiencing some frustrations with business, with investing lately. And I wanted to share with you guys how I'm handling it, maybe share some tips and, and, and things that I've gone through. And you guys, hopefully this makes a difference for you. If you've never experienced any frustrations, then you are superhuman and in business and investing. And I want to listen to your podcast. So you better start one right away. So what is frustration? What causes it? I guess, really? I mean, we all know what the emotion is, but what is the cause? The cause of frustration is simply unrealized expectations. That's it. You had an expectation that whatever you were doing, that you would get a certain outcome and then you didn't get it. Your expectations were not met. That's frustration. That's what, that's what causes all of it. I have high expectations. Being frustrated is a good thing. I don't know any other emotion for myself personally that's caused more change than frustration. I look at this as, yes, it's a negative emotion. I don't enjoy it when I'm in it. It's the most powerful emotion for me to cause me to redirect my, the way I'm thinking, the way I'm being, and the way that I'm acting. So I'm going to give you guys some examples of some frustrations that I've experienced in business and in investing. You know, people think that business is so fancy and cool and so awesome, and it's actually a major source of frustration. Okay. So a couple examples, business-wise, this is one I'm going through right now. And my business partner, real estate partner, Jeff, is way, way more frustrated on this one than me. Uh, But I am definitely, I'm getting there as well. We purchased two renovation projects uh, nine months ago. Yes, nine months ago. I think you guys know where this is headed. So these were you know, really big projects. We wanted to start consolidating our projects down into, we were doing a lot of smaller single family homes. So we wanted to take on bigger projects that we could make a bigger equity hit on or you know, bigger profit if we decided to sell them. And so we decided to take these two on. They're on a street that's gentrifying rapidly. It's a good solid area, but has a lot of room for growth potential and value. They're on the same street. So we gave our, our most trusted contractor. We've done probably a hundred projects, not at this scope of size, but we've done a hundred projects with this contractor. So we definitely trust him. However, we're nine months in and they're still not done. Now we've had COVID related material delays. His crew has has all gotten COVID at this point. So they, a lot of them have been knocked out of the game for two, three weeks, sometimes some of them more than that. But at the end of the day, like we have to take full responsibility because we trusted two big of projects with one crew. 
my partner is like so upset with the uh, contractor. And I'm like, well, you know, this is us. Our We take 100% responsibility for this. So this is the most important part. You've got to take 100% full responsibility that everything that happens to you, the good and the bad, no matter what, that's the only way to keep your power. If you're playing the blame game, if you're off saying, oh, well, this is this person's fault, that never serves you at any point. You've got to always come back and look at what decisions that you made to do business with somebody, to let this relationship into your life. What do you, what lesson do you need to learn? There's always something that you can grow stronger in. And looking back, you're going to like, man, I could have done this differently. Here's what I learned. I'm going to go, I'm going to grow stronger because of it. So here we are nine months in, we've got a buyer lined up for both properties and it's a really nice exit price. We've got $500,000 in cash tied up into these two projects alone, sitting on that cash there for nine months where it's driving us crazy. These should have been done probably month six at the latest. Here's the good news though. We're getting there. Every time though, he tells me a timeline, I'm like, okay, add another two weeks on top of whatever he told me. So he just told me today, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be at least four weeks, five weeks before these are done. But at least there's light at the end of the tunnel. And guess what? You know what? We're going to do okay on these. You know, we're going to do just fine. We're going to make the profit. They're going to they're going to get done eventually. We're going to close. It's not the end of the world. We just had to figure out a way to, you know, to keep uh, chugging along and, and making things, other things happen. Another example. Okay. I got into crypto mining. Um, was thinking that I was going to get two Ethereum pumping out per month. Right now, it's just a little bit over one that I'm getting because the network got super busy. And with the increase of the busyness of the network, more and more people mining, that's less and less Ethereum coming out for me. I don't know how the whole thing works, to be honest. I don't know. Like It's kind of like above my pay grade in the technicality of it. But I know my expectation was based on the amount that I put in and how much that I expected out. It was supposed to be two Ethereum per month. That's not what we're getting. We're getting half. Guess what? It's still great. I'm getting one Ethereum per month coming in. I got to just keep that in mind. Like, okay, expectations weren't met, aren't being met. But guess what? Things are still happening, right? You know, my first, very first business that I got going in, some things changed, you know, some... uh, some regulations came down the pipe and it, it definitely kind of took away what I would feel some of my freedom of speech would be. And that, uh, that's been very, very frustrating for me. But guess what? Here's what I did. Because I didn't have that outlet anymore to really say what I wanted to say. That's why this platform is, is in existence. So if that hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't be doing this platform where I really get to let it rip. I get to talk about all the things that I really want to talk about, building wealth, entrepreneurialism, all kinds of investing. I get to pour in and build a new network. It caused me, that frustration caused me to pivot. And you know what? I'm grateful for that. Okay. So a lot of times frustration causes you to make changes or to pivot into a new direction that you would have never moved in that direction had you not had that frustration that was really pushing you to do something different. Talk about the glamour and the glitz of entrepreneurialism. I have a company, High Return Real Estate, that I've been involved in. I started that over five years ago. And 
I have made money in real estate. I do want to make sure that you're clear on that. Like not, not everything has been this, but this mark, this is the marketing company that we've uh, been working on and building and pouring our heart and soul into for the last five years. And guess what? I haven't taken a paycheck out of that company in five years. All I've done is put money into it to help to, to make it grow. Think about that. That's frustrating, right? After five years, not being able to take any profit. That's how business works though. (laughs) A lot of times. So when you get into a business where you're able to make a profit right out of the gate and there's businesses out there that, that are certainly, that's a, a very available. I know a lot of my listeners are involved in businesses where, you know, they're able to make sales and make profits like right out of the gate. Guys, you guys got to understand how amazing and how like wonderful that is. There's a lot of businesses that don't make profit for several years, and that's kind of normal, okay? But still, trust me, five years, no paycheck. You think I'm not frustrated with that? Like Now, on top of that, we just pivoted and um, formed a new company, formed a new partnership with a new company. And uh, they're not moving very fast and closing deals. So I'm super frustrated. I've been, man, I've been... uh, you know, I haven't been yelling at my partner, but you know, I've been venting on him and like, man, what what are we doing? We're seven, eight months into this. We haven't really seen any profit, like what's going on. And so people are dropping the ball. Guys, think about that. Like that's frustrating. Right. And then look at this platform. You know, I started learning and came up with the concept back in December. Here we are you know, mid August. So we're, I'm uh, almost eight months into this platform, 231 followers on Instagram, you know, maybe 3000 followers on LinkedIn. You know, my podcast is starting to gain some traction, but my downloads are certainly nothing to write home about by any stretch, especially, you know, I go online, I'm following this one gal, Tori. She is Um, just started her podcast and she went like to the top of the charts, like right out of the gate. Now, what you got to remember, and I did some research. I'm like, how do you do that? You can't be that much better than me. (laughs) I mean, you could be better, but that much better. Well, she had 1.5 million TikTok followers. So as soon as she started her podcast, she promoted it to her 1.5 million TikTok followers and bam, they all migrated over to her podcast and bam, she's top of the charts immediately. So, you know, you got to make sure you're, when you're looking and comparing yourself to other people, that can cause a lot of frustration too, right? Comparisons to other people, they're at this level, you're at this level, that causes frustration. Why am I, why am I not there? Why am I not, what am I doing wrong, right? So I've got to keep all of that clear to myself and making sure that I'm on my own journey. I'm not, I don't need to go there. I don't need to compare myself to anybody else. Bottom line question that you need to ask, am I happy? Am I 100% happy with what I'm doing? Now, of course, 100% happiness. I don't think that that is attainable in business because there's going to be so many things that are challenging things that are going to be thrown at you that it's going to throw you off and you're not going to be, you're not always every day. You're going to be like feeling your, your peak energy stay. You're not every day you know, just going to be in total joy with what you're doing. It's that's fictional type of outcome, but are you overall, like, are you, when you wake up in the morning, are you looking forward to your day? Are you happy with what you're doing? Guess what? Here's the question that I can answer. Am I happy and fulfilled with doing this platform and pouring into all of you? 
Yes, I am. A hundred percent. I love doing this. I love answering your questions. I love the engagement. I love the feedback when you guys tell me that this is making a difference for you. That's what I need. I don't need a hundred thousand downloads. I don't need 500,000 downloads. I just need to be happy with what I'm doing a hundred percent as much and striving for that as much as I possibly humanly can. See, here's the thing. If you're frustrated, you're probably a high achiever. That's what I think. You're probably very outcome and results focused like I am. When you have a results focused, outcome oriented kind of state of being, that's great. That that creates action. You are proactive. You're aggressive. You're hungry. You're getting after it. You want to make things happen. And so when things don't happen at the pace and the speed of which you want them to, that's when you guys get frustrated and just like me. So how can you deal with this? Number one, I'm going to give you guys four things here to focus on to deal with your frustration. Number one, focus on the process. Okay. So what does that look like? For me, focusing on the process is putting out valuable, educational, entertaining content as much as I humanly possibly can. So I'm just focused on what is it that I can do? What is the next action item that I can take to keep driving things forward? The process. Can I control the results? Eh, kind of. (laughs) To a certain extent, of course, but not really either. I can't control how many people download my podcast. I can't control how many people follow me on Instagram. I can't control how many people, you know, are in the short run, how many people are are going to follow me on LinkedIn. Over the long run, though, five years from now, I can I can control that because the process, if I just stay focused on the process, then five years from now just continually pumping out incredible, valuable content, I'm going to win and I'm going to have a huge following. So that's what I got to stay focused on because in the short run, that's where I'm really going to get disappointed. So think about that for a second in your own businesses. How can you stay focused on just the input, the processes that you need to do on the daily in order to keep driving things forward? Because it's going to cycle. You're going to have ups. You're going to think, Oh man, business is cranking. I'm this investment I got a hold of. This is cranking. When crypto was cranking back in up in March, Bitcoin hit 64K, Ethereum was at 4,300. I mean, I was up pretty big. And so my expectations were wow, okay, this is going to keep going. This is awesome, right? Until it didn't. And then it dropped 50%. China cracks down on crypto, bans it the on ramp and off ramp for all crypto you know, related transactions. Elon Musk tweets out, hey, Tesla's no longer accepting Bitcoin. Bam, those two factors just plummeted the markets, right? So my expectations, I had to be okay with the volatility. And that's what you've got to embrace is that you're going to have volatility with with whatever business or investing that you choose to do. All right, number two, focus on what I can control. And there's a lot of things in business and investing that I can't control. I can't control when the markets fluctuate. I can't control like the the cyclical nature of business. There's lots of things that, that are outside of my control. What can I control? There's only one thing. I can control my actions. I can control my mindset. I can control my attitude. 
What do I need to do next? How do I provide more value to my clients? How do I provide more value to helping other people solve their problems? That's the number one rule of business, solving other people's problems. So if you focus on that every day, that's your job in business is to solve other people's problems. Guess what? When you focus on that, guess whose problems you're eventually going to solve? Your own. You got to put other people first in order to solve your own problems. You got a money problem. Guess what? The only way to solve that is you got to solve somebody else's problem that they have first, and then you get rewarded financially for doing that. Number three, have faith in yourself and your abilities. And faith, you know, that doesn't only include faith for yourself, faith in God. You know, I rely so much every day on my faith in my creator to help me navigate through and make the decisions and to lead me in the direction that's going to be best serving for my future self, for my family, for my community, and for others. It takes a lot to have faith, when, especially when things aren't looking so good. It takes a lot to have faith when you're experiencing some major frustrations. It takes a lot of faith when you don't get a paycheck out of a company for five years. It takes a lot of faith when your crypto drops 300K in a, within like a week. <laughs> It takes a lot of faith when you're, you know, you buy into stocks and they go down immediately to hold, to say, hey, you know what? I made a I made a good bet. Five years from now, 10 years from now, these companies are going to be cranking out earnings. They're going to be super valuable. These are going to go up. It takes a lot of faith to buy real estate and something goes wrong. Tenants don't pay because COVID related, you know, sanctions. It takes a lot of faith when the roof goes out and you got to spend a few grand to fix the roof on your, your property. And then that eats away your cash flow for the entire year. That's part of the game. You got to be able to embrace those types of, you know, down moments so that you can get yourself into the good, you know, into the good step four. This is super important. Step away and spend time doing what you love with people that you love. What does that look like? Well, for me, that's going golfing with my wife, right? That's going golfing with my buddies. That's going to poker night and having some laughs with the guys and throwing some money around, going outside and playing catch with my son, which I'm about to do here as soon as I hang up. You know, Those are moments that I'll never get back. I can't be so involved in business and, and investing and, and, and so invested into this platform that I don't spend time with my own kids, right? So I'm going outside. Tyler said, hey, we throw the football with me, dad. Yeah, of course. Just let me record this podcast like I committed to. And then boom, we'll go outside and throw the football, bud. Okay. So spending time with my family, like taking them on trips, going out on the boat, taking them on, out on the jet ski. I got to do, I got to do more of that. Just taking a step back from business is so critical to your longevity and sustainability. Don't over hustle, over grind yourself. You're, you're, you will eventually crash if you do that and you don't take time away for your, for yourself and with your family and with your loved ones and doing things that you really enjoy. So I hope this helps you guys today to know that you're not alone. <laughs> you're, uh, you're probably with the king of frustration right here. We've all got to work ourselves through that. It is a powerful emotion for your own good. Embrace it and pivot and utilize it for what the, the great things that it can help you guys to achieve. So, all right. Hope this helps you have a great day. Thanks for being on here. We go. 
That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.